everyone. I'm Jensine Bard, and welcome to Testimony, where truth is told, lives are changed, and hope is given. Revelation 12:11 tells us that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony, a testimony of your story for His glory. It would take the death of a loyal and trusted friend, savagely slain by Black Panther loyalists, to wake up this leftist ideologue, whose parents romanticized communism, and even when that failed, their socialistic views remained intact. But how do you justify the killing of millions under this totalitarian regime and others like it? My next guest could not. Hence the journey to defect, report, expose, and then mobilize think and action tanks to turn the tide. From what he knew, if left unchecked, would be the eventual demise of America and its people as we know it today, and as our founding fathers of freedom intended it to be. A Christian nation, one nation, and that nation under God and not the demonically ruled agenda of the left to remove even the mention of his name. Here to share more in his riveting number one New York Times best-selling Dark Agenda, The War to Destroy Christian America is its author, internationally acclaimed writer, speaker, political conservative, and founder of the David Horowitz Freedom Center, School for Political Warfare. Ladies and gentlemen, would you welcome to testimony a high honor indeed, Mr. David Horowitz. Mr. Horowitz, David, if I may, welcome to testimony. Well, thank you for that introduction. Well, it's well-deserved, and it doesn't even touch the tip of the iceberg of all you have accomplished in your life. You have also written a sequel before we begin to your highly acclaimed Radical Son, which explores your personal journey of life and faith, and now your just-released sequel to that at 80 years young, Mortality and Faith, Reflections on a Journey Through Time, which I look forward to discussing in an upcoming segment. But for this segment, Mr. Horowitz, allow me to begin with the following endorsements. One, former Governor Mike Huckabee, and I quote, one of the most intellectually compelling and rational defenses of Christianity's role in America, end quote, from Alan Dershowitz, and I quote in part, exposes the intolerance of many atheists toward those who believe in God, end quote. And finally, from Fox's own Tucker Carlson, and I quote, read this disturbing but vital book. Mr. Horowitz, what is the dark agenda, the who, how, and why? Well, the subtitle of the book, The War Against or The War to Destroy Christian America, of course, we're a secular republic, America. Uh, but the reason for that is that the country was created by Christians, by Protestant Christians. 98% of the settlers and the people who created this country were Protestants. And the whole idea of the Protestant Reformation is summed up in one of its central concepts, the priesthood of all believers. 
before the Reformation, to get into heaven, you had to go through the Catholic Church and its priesthood. But the Reformers were actually in rebellion against the Catholic Church, uh, because a church, any church is, after all, a human institution, um, and therefore it's subject to the corruptions of human beings. And by, of course, by the Renaissance, the Catholic Church was deeply corrupt. As anybody who's, you can just watch the Borgias on Netflix to see how bad it was. But this idea of the priesthood of all believers is very radical. Um, it's where we get the idea of equality of all people. It's the idea is that each creature or human creature of God confronts his or her maker one-on-one -on -one without the intermediary of a priest or a church. And that is a radical idea that all people are equal in the eyes of God and therefore need to be treated equally by government. And that included, for example, black slaves. And that's why America is really the leader in the world of the anti-slavery movement. We are being attacked. Every time they attack Christians, um, they're really attacking America because America is built on Christian ideas uh, and Protestant Christian ideas at that. Um, it's an equality guaranteed by God of everyone's right, the inalienable right to liberty. Um, these were very radical ideas when they were written into our Constitution by Thomas Jefferson. And we hear a lot of malignant attacks on the American founding as though slavery were our original sin. No, actually, it's quite the reverse. For 3,000 years, nobody had challenged slavery from a moral point of view. It was an accepted institution, certainly, you know, by the Muslim faith, certainly by the Africans. Every slave who was shipped to the New World was bought at an auction and, and bought from black slave owners. So the slaves were really enslaved by other blacks. Um, and when they came to these shores, when America overthrew the British Empire or got themselves free and independent of the British Empire, um, slavery began to disappear in, in America immediately. The northern free states were free of slavery pretty much by 1808 when um, the slave trade was outlawed. Uh, the reason that they couldn't just free the slaves in the South is because the British had created a plantation economy where the whole economy was based on, this, on the slave system. Uh, and they knew that if they declared war on the South, the South would join with the British, still the most powerful empire in the world, and the northern states would be crushed and you know, we might have slavery today for all we know. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to David Horowitz, author of his latest must-read, Dark Agenda, The War to Destroy Christian America. You cover many of the critical and landmark decisions that forever changed the landscape of our nation. One, the removal of prayer from schools. 
to the right to murder one's own child, Roe v. Wade. 61 million babies aborted to date since 1973. The list goes on. Question, what one landmark decision, in your view, was the domino effect that began the inward crumble of America as we know it today? Well, I think it can start with the prayer in the schools in 62. I mean, for 170 years, prayer in the schools was practiced every day and was constitutional. And they just wiped it out uh, with no constitutional basis whatsoever. Uh, was a non-denominational prayer that was the issue, uh, which basically said, you know, God Almighty, thank you for protecting me, my parents, and my country. Amen. Um, but what they did was, the left, of course, is looking for leverage to dominate society even though they're a minority. They can't get elected. They can't win an election or couldn't at that time. Talking about the revolutionary left. But they could, through using ACLU and Planned Parenthood lawyers, get six justices, which is what happened in this case, uh, to radically transform America. And President Kennedy at the time said, okay, we'll pray at home. But that's to surrender the public square to the left. And if you're wondering about this, think of what the Supreme Court is. It's nine lawyers appointed for life by politicians. Now, how could that go wrong? The major travesty was Roe v. Wade, which was completely a complete invention of these lawyers based on the right to privacy, which doesn't exist in the Constitution. And what it did was it changed the fundamental law of the land and the attitude towards life and death overnight. And in every district in America, never got to be debated in, in legislatures, never got to go through the democratic process. And what this affected was a, a divide so deep that we're now two nations that can barely talk in the same language. That's what created the religious right. Evangelicals have been very skeptical of politics before Roe v. Wade. But in the wake of Roe v. Wade, they formed national organizations which elected Ronald Reagan and then Donald Trump. And speaking of our President Donald J. Trump, you talk about the 2016 election, and now we have 2020 on the horizon. Your views? Well, you know, it's up to the American people. The founders, being Christians, were... On the one hand, they made the people sovereign on that revolutionary idea. On the other, they were very skeptical of the people's wisdom. So they put in all these checks and balances to frustrate and prevent radical changes. Who knows what the American public will do? I mean, I think Trump's first election was something of a miracle. Um, you know, but he's done a lot of good things since then, and they're hysterical. Um, Witch hunters. It's unbelievable how they throw around words like racism, collusion. Uh, the president is a traitor. I mean, it's unbelievable. Uh, so I hope the American people have the good sense to see that their country is at risk and to vote for Trump and the Republicans. 
Amen and amen. We're going to continue our conversation in our next segment. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to internationally acclaimed author, writer, speaker, and political conservative David Horowitz, founder of the David Horowitz Freedom Center School for Political Warfare, discussing his latest critical must-read, Dark Agenda, The War to Destroy Christian America. You can learn more about David Horowitz's work, ministry, and mission by visiting davidhorowitzfreedomcenter.org and get his book, Get Informed, and then get going in your area of influence for the cause of Christ and our nation at stake if we don't. Mr. Horowitz, David, sir, what a great honor bringing your voice to testimony for such a time as this. We applaud your courage, perseverance, and tenacity in the face of evil you once called good. You learned the truth, you broke ranks, and are now helping a nation and a people do the same by exposing the lies, ideology, and mantra of the left. Your latest dark agenda, the war to destroy Christian America, is doing just that and powerfully so. And who better to write it than one once entrenched and now set free <laughs> and helping others to do the same? You as a Jew may be more of a Christian than you know. We thank you. God bless you. And happy 80th birthday. Well, thank you. Appreciate it. Testimony is a global broadcast made possible by the generous contributions of our valued partners at Jensine Bard Ministries and you, our listening audience. Together, we are reaching souls for Christ, one testimony at a time. If you would like information on how you can support this broadcast with your tax-deductible gift, please visit us at jensinebard.com. That's one word, J-E-N-S-I-N-E-B-A-R-D dot com. And join the conversation at our Facebook page, Testimony with Jensine Bard. Thank you for listening, and please join us again for Testimony. Testimony.